You're listening to the Douglas Jacoby Podcast. Here we bring you some of the material found on Douglas's website in podcast form. We hope that as you listen, you are challenged to think about faith. Today, Douglas continues his series on the imitation of Christ. Now looking at hearing God's words. For more on this episode, follow the link in the show notes to Douglas's website. Now here's today's teaching. Hello, you're listening to The Imitation of Christ. This is Podcast 9 on how to hear the words of God with excerpts from On the Inward Voice of Christ and On Truth Without the Noise of Words. In some of the podcasts, I'm focusing on a single meditation. As you can see, on others, I blend some together. I'm very encouraged about this one because I'm encouraged by anything that helps my friends get into the Word of God. So let me begin with our first reading. I listen carefully to what God the Lord is saying, for he speaks to his faithful people, but let them not return to their foolish ways. Blessed is the soul who hears the Lord speaking and receives the word of comfort from his mouth. Blessed are the ears that receive the echoes of the soft whisper of God and aren't distracted by the murmurings of this world. Truly blessed are the ears that listen, not to the sound surrounding them, but to the voice of truth inside. Blessed are the eyes that are closed to outward things, but are focused on things within. Blessed are they who search inward things and study to prepare themselves by daily exercises for the receiving of heavenly mysteries. Blessed are they who long to have time for God and free themselves from every time waster in the world. Think on these things, O my soul. Shut the doors of your selfish and sinful desires so you may hear what the Lord God will say within you. Well, that's the first portion of our reading. And it challenges us to have the right attitude, not just to read the words, but to go even beyond the words, to truly take them into our heart and not to be distracted. Constant theme in uh Thomas Akempis, and how much more appropriate is that theme today in our era of information overload? I love the way he puts it. Uh, He speaks about the importance of daily exercises, but we have to free ourselves from every time waster in the world. You want to benefit from this meditation? When it's over, write a list of things that you do that you don't really need to do. And I'm not saying that we need to remove all recreation or hobbies from our lives, but things that are really not necessary. How do do we fritter away time? What are the time wasters in my life? Okay, let's go on to the next reading. And that last one was from Book 3, Chapter 1. This one is from Book 3, Chapter 2. And this is um, encouraging us to to really uh, connect with the God who is... Uh, behind those words, the God back of the words. Prophets indeed can give us words, but they cannot give the Spirit. They speak with great beauty, but they do not burn in my heart when you are silent. They give us scriptures, but only you give understanding to them. They bring us mysteries, but you reveal the things which are significant. They pronounce commandments, but only you give me power to obey them. They show the way, but only you give strength for the journey. They speak to my outward actions, but only you instruct and enlighten my heart. They water, 
but you produce the harvest. They cry out with words, but only you give understanding to the hearer. Uh, I thought that was so well put. I have no further comment. Now, uh, our last reading, although this is going to be the major part, is from Book 3, Chapter 3. That's the one entitled, How to Hear the Words of God. The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I've spoken to you are spirit and life. In the first section, very short, uh, we have Christ speaking to the disciple. And then we have the disciple praying uh, or speaking. And then you have, after that, Christ speaks again and then the disciple one more time. Uh, And we will go through all of this. This is Christ. My friend, hear my words, for they are most satisfying, surpassing all the knowledge of the philosophers and wise men of this world. My words are spirit. The very words I've spoken to you are spirit and life. They are not judged by human understanding. They are not spoken to impress others, but to be heard in silence and received with all humility and deep hope. Now, the disciple prays, Blessed, O Lord, is the person whom you teach and instruct in your law that you give rest in times of trouble. When doubts fill my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. I will not feel abandoned on this earth. And then Christ speaks. I taught the prophets from the beginning. Even now, I continue to speak to those who are deaf and hard of hearing toward my voice. Many love to listen to the world rather than to God. They follow after their human desires more eagerly than after the good pleasure of God. The world promises things that are small and temporary, and people respond enthusiastically. I promise things that are great and eternal, and the hearts of mortal humans are slow to respond. Who are those who serve and obey me in all things with the same care in which they serve the world and its rulers? For a little reward, people make a long journey. For eternal life, many will scarcely lift a foot off the ground. They seek poor rewards of money in their shameful strife. For a trivial promise, people will work day and night. What shame for those who strive for such worthless rewards while ignoring eternal goods, my infinite rewards, and heaven's highest honors. For fading glory, they reject eternal glory that does not fade away. It's annoying for them to work even a little. So be ashamed, lazy and discontented servant, for you are readier for death than for life. They rejoice more heartily in worthless things than in the truth. Sometimes, indeed, their hopes are disappointed. But my promises never fail, and I never send away anyone who trusts in me. What I have promised I will give, and what I have said I will fulfill, but only to a person who remains faithful in my love to the very end. So I am the rewarder of all good people and a strong supporter of all who are godly. Write my words in your heart and diligently consider them, for they will be very helpful to you in times of temptation. What you do not understand, when you read, I will make myself known with my presence. I will be with you in times of temptation and comfort. I will teach you in these two situations, convicting you of shortcomings and encouraging you to grow by grace. If you have my words and do not reject them, no one will judge you in the day of judgment. 
And then finally, we have the disciple praying and response. Uh, because we've just been challenged by Jesus in so many areas. Uh, for, he says, for little reward, we'll make a long journey. I mean, we may literally travel. Or we may, we may work day and night for, to support a lifestyle that doesn't really fulfill. He challenges those who will scarcely lift a foot off the ground for eternal life. I mean, this should be the journey of our lifetime. But many people are very hard to move, and they don't move themselves. We have to remember we've got to stay faithful in love to the very end. And so these are words from Christ, encouraging but also challenging. Now we have the final prayer. The disciple responds, O Lord my God, you are all that is good within me. You am I. Who am I that I should dare speak to you? I am the least of your servants. I'm the very poorest of your servants, a miserable worm, much poorer and more despicable than I know or dare to say. Nevertheless, remember, O Lord, that I am nothing. I have nothing. I can do nothing. Only you are good and holy. You can do all things. You are over all things. Fill all things and leave only the sinner empty. Remember your tender mercies and fill my heart with your grace. Your work is always accomplished. How can I bear up under this miserable life unless your mercy and grace strengthen me? Do not turn your face from me or delay your coming. Do not withdraw your comfort from me for fear that my soul will gasp after you as in a thirsty land. Lord, teach me to do your will. Teach me to walk humbly and uprightly before you. You are my wisdom. You are my truth. You have known me before the world was made. Again, we've been looking at various meditations on the Word of God. We've been challenged to not just read the words, but to know the God behind those words. Not to be distracted by the world, but to focus and to spend time in God's Word in silence. We've had a, a dialogue back and forth, a kind of dialogue, where the disciple prays and Christ speaks. And we've been given advice on how to hear God's voice on truth without the noise of words, how to really hear the words of God. And it's not enough just to read. It's more than empty reading. I've been reading the Bible for many years, usually reading the Bible at least once a year, uh, sometimes two, three, four times through in a year, and I've been doing it for more than 40 years. And if you're a younger Christian, I hope that at that point, you too will have read the word multiple times, and yet you never arrive. And if you're an older Christian, Please don't slow down. Let's truly put the Word of God in our hearts. Whatever your plan, whatever your ability, God knows. But we need to be faithful to His Word if we're not going to be judged um, uh, guilty at the end, as, as we have just been reminded. So thank you for listening to this. Uh, the next lesson is called Knowledge and Truth, Wisdom and Action, and Not Believing Everyone. So that'll be—I'll uh, record that tomorrow— Thank you for being part of this series on Thomas Akempis, The Imitation of Christ. We hope you enjoyed Douglas's series on The Imitation of Christ. For additional notes and resources, be sure to check out Douglas's website in the show notes. The website has hundreds of articles, podcasts, and videos for you to access for free. You can also become a premium subscriber and gain access to thousands of online resources from Douglas's teaching ministry. Thanks again for listening.